Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. All right, everybody. Wow, what a great time where I feel the anointing of the Lord already. We want to welcome you. This is the Global Watch International Call. It is March 29th, 2022, 6 a.m. Jerusalem time. And this hour, we are starting a week of consecration. And Susan and I are going to lead this first hour and hopefully set the course in the right direction. And uh, Susan, you have some comments you want to make before we open up in prayer and then go into worship. I just wanted to relay the fact that God is just supernaturally guiding us into these encounters and strategies this week of consecration. I don't know if you're aware of this, but you know what next week starts? Ramadan. So (laughs) we're getting ready for a good spiritual impartation this week. Yeah. Amen. Preparation for the times ahead. That's so good. All right, let us see. How about Ali on the Gold Coast, Australia? Would you like to open us up in prayer? Yeah, that would be a real blessing. Thank you. So, Father, um, this is such um, holy ground that we sit upon when we sit in your presence amongst your people. And we bless you together as we seek to learn about consecration and what that means and what that will mean for us in girding us up for the times ahead. So, Father, I just pray pray as we come and seek you, that you will show us in our hearts, in our minds, anything that is a blockage to being fully open to you and to what your spirit says to us, to lead us forward as we sit on the wall and pray for our nations, for our world, and for different parts of and different things that are happening and that we will not fear, but we will stand in your um, mighty power, knowing that we have dedicated ourselves to you for such a time as this in Jesus name. Amen. 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 We're going to start out with some worship. Let's just get our hearts stilled before the Lord and let go of the day's happenings or the evening's happenings or the morning's happenings, whatever it is for you, and enter into this time of worship. I think there are people that we all needed to hear that tonight, huh? He's not giving up on us. And he's doing a new thing. Not only has he not given up on us, but he's doing a new thing. And so, Father, we just are agreeing that we're going to be right in the center of what you're doing as forerunners in the kingdom of ones who have a prophetic unction and uh, who are watchmen on the wall. And so we just say thank you, Lord, that you're even in, during this hour, you're opening our ears. that We might hear your voice more clearly, hear what you're saying open our eyes that we might see what it is that you're doing and go there. Father, we just thank you. We just bless everybody who's on this call tonight. And there are also many people who wouldn't, weren't able to be on. And we just bless all of you. We just declare that, that 2022 is going to be an amazing year for all of us. And that we are going to all come up to a new place in in God, new place in the Lord. We're not going to be stuck in old mindsets, but we're going to go into new mindsets in Jesus name. 
mindsets that aren't just new because they're fun or interesting, but mindsets because they're closer to your mindset. And so we just say, thank you, Lord. Amen. So Susan, you need to tell us, we're going we're gonna to have uh, breakout sessions, but you need to tell us what, why the Lord prompted your heart to have a week of consecration and what's behind that and what's he stirring your, how is he stirring your spirit? And then we'll, there's a few verses we need to just go over and then we'll go into breakout sessions. Okay. It really started uh, during the 40, 44 days of the call to the wall and the Esther decree. And it was during, I believe the 24 hour worship where we began to launch things that I had a really strong vision of the Lord and he was walking in the heavenly realms and there were people that were praying. They were either uh, prostrate or on their faces with their heads down. And he was just walking in between them, very much pressing into the Lord. But then he would point to a person and it was like an x-ray opened up and inside there was a wound. And, and as he pointed, the wound would open up, you'd see the x-ray, and then all of a sudden, it was gone. And the person stood up and turned and met Jesus face to face. And th their faces were radiant. And I, I feel like God it's, is calling us to a time where we take a deep breath and a deep dive with him and allow him to x-ray our insides a bit. We all have those little areas. I know what my weakness is, and I struggle with it. But when we admit that we're weak, then he is strong. And he can use all things together for good for those who love him. And in many ways, that's where when we confess our sins or when we confess our weaknesses, he can heal us. And so... Tonight, we're going to have a little time of sharing where we struggle a little bit. And you know what? When we confess our sins, we're healed. Why? Because we hear somebody else saying, I, I struggle with that too. And then all of a sudden, we're real. <laughs> and, and we're strengthened because God intervenes and we can encourage one another. So that's basically the premise of it. But then last night on David Slyker's message, I don't know how many of you were on that. I would encourage you to listen. It's on YouTube, our YouTube station. David Slyker was mentioning about the greater works that we're going to be entering into. And he said the greatest work and miracle that he believes we're going to see is a deliverance from the Laodicean church. <laughs> and I thought that is profound. That is absolutely profound because in, in some ways we all come under it. And I, I just recently realized that I have been under it with some things I'm contending for here in our local community and, and just started confessing to the Lord, I, I can't deal with this. You've got to supernaturally move this out of the way. I want to tell you what something that happened yesterday in our church. It's never happened before, but <clears throat> there was a guest speaker that came in from Texas and he has a very... He's a pastor of the, one of the largest congregations actually in America, but his, he spoke about his challenge of a young, one of his sons, a two-year-old who all of a sudden became autistic. 
and the struggle that they had in dealing with autism in their family and how he had to really press through to, to God on it. It was a very, I can send you the link. It'd be worthwhile listening to because it, it really mobilized compassion in people's hearts. Why? Because our, our church has started a, a movement, I guess you would call it, it's called City Serve. And it's based on Isaiah 58. Isaiah 58 is part of our core values with the Global Watch too. But in it, there's 10 initiatives and one is for the vulnerable. And they are the children, special needs children. And our pastor's had a heart for special needs children and has built it. We've had a building on campus for about, what, 10 years, Fred? Something like that. Yeah, it's a, a new building that's dedicated to families with special needs children. This guy comes in from the largest church in America and prophesies over our congregation. And he basically said he's... He doesn't know of a church in America that has a dedicated building to uh, children with special needs. And it just erupted uh, a spirit of, I would say, compassion in as, as this display of how we must care for the, the vulnerable in our communities. And what it did was it started to unleash a anointing because he prophesied over our congregation and at the end, a friend of mine, who's a leader in the church, stood up and spoke a prophetic word over our, our church as well. And then we are involved with the young adults. So we went to the young adult class and we just basically led them into a, a prophetic session and they were charged. <laughs> and so what I'm seeing is that there, I believe we're on the crest of a new wave of the prophetic coming. And I don't know how it looks, but I know that God, what God says in Joel 2, where he's going to pour out a spirit, where the young men and women shall um, have visions and the old men shall have dreams, or vice versa. I believe we're going to be entering into those days, and God is preparing us for that time. And I know that, Fred, you've got a couple of other scriptures that you want to bring to the forefront here as well. But I think what we're getting prepared for is a, 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 a new season coming in so that we don't go into it with old mindsets. We cannot go into this new season. I've been reading in Zechariah 3 a lot where Joshua, the high priest, is before the Lord with filthy rags on him and Satan is right there in his ear. How many of you had days where Satan's right in your ear roaring those old tunes? Come on. Those things, were, they've got to break off and we're going to inspire each other, give each other energy to break off those old mindsets because the Lord said, the Lord rebuke you, Satan. I'm going to give these people a new turban and a new mantle to wear. And we are getting ready to be dressed for a new season upon us. And I think uh, David Slyker articulated a lot of that season where we're trying to figure out this war and Really, we need to go up much higher and declare the things that are to come, the healing of the nations, Joel 2 um, outpourings, and the revelation that brings. So, Fred, that's enough said. I turn it over to you. Okay, so I'll just tag team onto that a little bit and just say a couple of things. But first of all, let's just key in on a couple of key <clears throat> passages. One of them is Amos 3, verses 7 and eight, 
Surely the sovereign Lord does nothing without revealing his plan to his servants, the prophets. The lion is roared, who will not fear? The sovereign Lord has spoken, who can but prophesy? And then these are familiar verses. Another one about prophecy, 1 Corinthians 14, 1 through 3. Pursue love and desire spiritual gifts, but especially that you may prophesy. For he who speaks in a tongue does not speak to men, but to God. For no one understands him. However, in the spirit, he speaks mysteries. But he who prophesies speaks edification and exhortation and comfort to men. <clears throat> then another one that we're really familiar with, 2 Corinthians 10, verses 3 through 5. For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, casting down arguments in every high thing, that it exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. So I just want to say that when there's a guest speaker like David Slyker, try to take notes and try to key in on some of the things that he's saying. And then what is it that the, how does the Holy Spirit light up certain nuggets? And it's something that we all do. But he, when he said that we... Are, we spend a lot of our time like with this with the war with Ukraine and Russia that we really get caught up sometimes in trying to figure things out, trying to get the best news and the best information, trying to figure out who's right and who's wrong and who's going to win and how do we you know how do we pray into the details of the war? Now there's nothing wrong with that and I think we're that's a part of what we're called to do. But I believe that part of what he was trying to exhort us to and where we need to go tonight is this. <clears throat> How do we come up higher? Because it's more, the bigger picture is more than just the conflict, the immediate conflict between Russia and the Ukraine. That's our current circumstances. But the Lord wants us to have his mindset based on the end times in terms of what he's doing and how we can pray into that and pray his will in this situation, which, which we need to come up to a higher place in order to do that. Revelation 4.1, after this I looked, and there before me was a door standing open in heaven, and the voice I had first heard speaking to me like a trumpet said, come up here, and I will show you what must take place after this. Now, the, the interesting thing about that verse, he'd already, he'd already gone through three chapters of Revelation, and the Lord was already speaking to him. He was already hearing from the Lord, but the Lord is saying, hey, look, I want you to come up to a higher place. And in the global watch, we part of our calling is we're to get up on the wall in a high place and we're to look out over the landscape and see what's going on. And we cannot do that on our own. We have to depend on the Lord for that. And so part of this is an expectation is, is, is an exhortation that the Lord wants us to come up higher, all of us. And I, I don't say this out of any criticism at all. It's not, that's not the point. The point is that we're in a very unique time and a very unique circumstances when the whole world is being affected. And the Lord wants us to see the big picture. And he wants us to hone in on what it is that we need to prophesy towards, what it is that we need to see in a revelatory way so that we can not only be prepared, but that we can speak his will into the earth in these end times. Let's just, let me just declare Ephesians 1, 17, 
over all of us. And then we'll get the questions for the breakout session and we'll go into it. Ephesians 1.17 says this, I keep asking that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the glorious Father, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that you may know him better. So Father, I'm just asking for all of us on the watch. We all are seeking to know you better. We're all seeking that spirit of wisdom and revelation. We're just saying, Lord, we're asking, we're desperate for it. We're just saying, pour it out tonight or today as we're in this hour and in the days ahead that not only might we know you better, but we might really have that strong sons of Issachar anointing that we might know the times and the seasons and we might know what to do. Let's, let me, I will put the questions for the breakout session in the chat and we'll go. I don't want to spend too much time, so I want us to have more time kind of focusing in this direction. Very good. Carolyn Hyde just put it in the chat. And remember that a spirit of wisdom, according to God, is a listening heart. Amen. Amen. So good. Thank you, Carolyn. We, we, we'll go into breakout sessions with that in mind. So the question for the breakout session, questions for the breakout session, what are some old mindsets and those old mindsets that as we pray or as we're seeking the Lord that we need to get rid of? That's question one. And question two, how do we come up higher above the circumstances and above the news to see what God is doing and to go with him there? Those two questions. All right. So um, Susan, help lead us into the cyberspace breakout sessions. In other words, uh, I'm going to just simplify it. Confess your sins, <laughs> pray for each other. <laughs> And pray for a spirit of wisdom and revelation. Okay, that's biblical, by the way. <laughs> okay, we will go out into um, the breakout rooms. We'll come back about 10 to. We would just want you to have a lot of time to pray for each other. And uh, we'll just um, reconnect then. Okay, here we go. Looks like you all survived your breakout rooms. Wasn't too tough, was it? <laughs> too short. <laughs> oh, good. Oh, it was amazing. Yep. That's what we, that's what we want to hear. Okay, so we're going to, we've got to hear, Susan, we've got to hear from somebody from each of the breakout rooms. We're just, okay. there was so much great stuff that came out. Really? Um, yeah, we could, I could hog the whole time myself just from the different, what different people said from the breakout room. But let's, we'll go in order. We'll start with room one. Spokesperson, just unmute yourself and give us a couple of highlights. Okay. Okay. We are room one. So we had time to pray for each other and uh, to confess uh, some mindsets. And uh, yeah, it was very good. We could uh, People shared what they were going through, their mindsets. We, we could pray. I do think we had a, a good time and uh, hallelujah. That's all. <laughs> okay. Bye. Okay. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Roberta. All right. Room two, that was, uh, that was actually us. So we had everybody came up with some great stuff. Just, but the, I think the over, overriding thing was that, that we need to come up into a greater place of love. And that ha has to do with spending more time with the Lord and, and sometimes just listening to him, not just asking him for directions on what to do, but just listening to him and getting his heart but I want to just, I want to turn it over to Stefan. Stefan, you gave a, a testimony that I think is really heartrending. 
and, uh, and just speaks to where we're at. Would you, could you just unmute yourself and just tell us about, tell us about your experience in Auschwitz? Yes, since 10, 12 years, we go sometimes in the, in the year to Auschwitz to, to pray. To, Which is in Poland, for those of you that don't yes, know. Yes, it's, uh, it's in Poland. And Poland is near, near the Ukraine. It's the next border. And we, since 12 years, we pray for uh, changing this dark place, one of, of the darkest place on the earth, uh, where you have the, <clears throat> the consecration, uh, consecration camps. And um, we, pr we pray for changing this place in a place of hope and a place of light. Three weeks before, we was in Auschwitz again to pray. And now it's real a place of refuge and a place of hope for the Ukrainian people. Thousands of them are in this place, not only in Auschwitz, in all cities of Poland, but it's a real answer for all the prayers from us, not we. It's a bigger group of of intercessor, but it's very amazing and to see this changing in the in in, in the visible on this place. Wow, wow, isn't amazing, Sue! Isn't that incredible? So God took them ten or twelve years ago to pray over Auschwitz and to pray because the atmosphere was just all the millions of people that were or, that were killed right at that spot. So he was, they've been asking for the Lord to change that atmosphere. And God is using this tragedy in part to bring thousands of people right into that same place, right into Auschwitz, refugees. And it's the whole atmosphere in that area has changed. And it's now a place, not a place of death, but a place of refuge in life. This is, you can't make this stuff up. This is what we mean about coming up to a higher place and seeing what God is doing. It's just so remarkable. So we just say, thank you, Father. Thank you for what you're doing in our midst. And we just say more, Lord, more. You show us what you're doing in the midst of this tragedy that you're bringing life from a death situation. In Jesus' name. All right. Wow. Okay, let's go on to room three. Spokesperson. That's uh, Hannah, Jacqueline. On, Susan. Anna, Anna, come on. Me, hop in, Jacqueline. <laughs> go for it. Hannah, you can go for it. Well, when we spoke about the mindsets, we were talking about that the way we have been taught is been is been really replacement theology. We have gone from creation to the fall, to the cross, to the return of Jesus. And Israel is nowhere to be found in there. So um, it's reminded ourselves that the Lord is a God of covenant. And uh, he made a covenant with Abraham and he's going to fulfill his covenant. So to keep that in mind. So when we're looking at the circumstances, not to focus on them, but, but on what the Lord is doing to fulfill that, what he promised that he will fulfill. So I think that, and there was one of us asked for forgiveness because there is so much of replacement theology in many of us in the West that we're just beginning to realize that. And there was one of us that, as I said, asked for forgiveness, but that's also in my heart, asking for forgiveness because that's the way we have been taught. And so we talk about salvation and Jesus died for me because of salvation, but what about Israel? So I think that's one of the things that we need to uh, really go back to the scriptures and understand that there was a covenant and there was also a promise in Genesis 3.15 that 
needs to be fulfilled. Everything needs to be fulfilled. Wow, that's great. That's great. Thank you, Jacqueline. And it just re reaffirmed where it is key in the Global Watch that we keep Israel as, as central into what we're doing. And we think, and, and because it's so key for everything that God's doing, especially in the end times. And wow, that's great. Thank you. Room four. Spokesperson, you unmute yourself. I think it's going to have to be me. We talked about one of the main things that needs to change is that we have taken on like Western timelines, such as when Christmas and Easter is celebrated and and every all our holidays, all our vacations, etc. It's all uh, centered around a timeline that had moved, has moved away from the Jewish timeline. And it has become like a high place because it replaces and we no longer honor the Shabbat, the Shabbat according to God's established timeline. And we talked about how worship needs to be also like true worship, meaning like Aaron's sons offered strange fire. And so they suffered the consequences. We need to take worship more seriously and even doing things at the right time is more like a true worship and we've been because when we haven't been meeting face to face we have been doing things through zoom and we have a nonchalant attitude towards worship we need to come back to having true worship and spending time with the lord to hear him listen to the like the verse when jesus told the disciples will you not tarry with me one hour will we tarry with him or are we spending more time listening to the news than we listen to what, what god has Lena, that is so key. And I, I want to encourage us all. We, God's raising up a new, fresh wind of the prophetic. And it's good to listen to people that inspire you. That I'm not saying that, nixing that at all. But let's hear from you. Let's hear from the, the people on the watch, what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to them. Mm -hmm. Amen? Yeah, that was brought up Amen. by Lynn as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's Amen. a really good point. Amen. Thank you so much, Lena. All right, let's go on to room five, spokesperson. Okay, we prayed about the spirit of offense, uh, spirit of anger, spirit of sexual perversion or demon. Yeah, and uh, spirit and, and spirit of unforgiveness as well. And our key thing is that we must walk in forgiveness and love. And also continue to make sure that whole armor of Yahweh is on daily. Make sure we're readjusting it on a daily basis. But then praying for just total restoration. And if you're offended, you might have to meet a bigger person and ask for forgiveness. Even though you might not be in the wrong, but you still, and it might, it still might be a process. So we forgiveness is so key for in every area especially in the spirit of offense. That's a, a huge area because forgiveness is one thing, but reestablishing trust is another. Yeah. That's something yeah. we could spend a little bit of time on. <clears throat> we, we, Cassandra, we need to hear that exhortation every single day because <laughs> there's always, every day, we, we, there's opportunities to be offended and, and to take offense. And oftentimes with good reason, that's the bait. That's the bait that Satan has. There's good reason. I've been wounded. I've been hurt. It's not my fault. And that's, wow, it's so good. Thank you. All right, room six. Okay, I do it. Um, it was in our group something like we, we more, the Lord was more saying, lean on me and allow me 
to love you, to guide you, to keep you, to govern your life. It was more like a letting go of doing it ourselves and really leaning on him and allowing him to receive us more closer and uh, to allow him to love us and to guide us and to only seek him above all things. So that's maybe there is something missing. But Thank you, Yuta. Lean on me and allow me to guide your life. That's so important. That's another thing that every day we need to just, we need to do that. We need to Sounds like wisdom to me, Fred. Yep, exactly. Absolutely. Thank you, Yuta. All right, room seven. So we had a lot of the same things that you had. Um, we put down the mindset thing to distractions, things that distract us and take us away from spending time with the Lord that maybe we've spent in the past, or maybe we haven't got to that place yet where we're spending enough time. And uh, so there's lots of different ways that we're, we're distracted. And there's lots of different ways that we maybe feel hurt or slighted by family or by church family. And uh, so those kinds of things have to be addressed and settled. And we're saying that we need to ask the Spirit's help to be able to overcome the bad habits that we have, the habits that draw us away from the Lord. And so that differs for each one of us. And each one of us needs to, to look at uh, and ask the Spirit, what is it that's keeping me from growing in you? What's you know, making that barrier? Uh, and the second part of it, the idea of coming up higher is to plan to make more time to be in the word. Like I find that I've really enjoyed the mornings and evenings on the calls, but I find that with doing that, I also have given up some of the time that I would take alone just to sit and listen to the Lord. Because I find for me, one hour just doesn't do it. I, I need, I used to have time where I would have a whole day where I would set aside a time and I'm not getting that, that anymore. And, and that's when I really hear him. And so the busyness of life takes away from that. So quiet time with the Lord. And uh, one person said they, they even get to the place of fasting from any kind of sound at all. No, no worship music, nothing, just to sit quietly with the Lord and, uh, and just wait on him. And we each have to develop what works for us because we're all in different places and, and different things work for us. But the bottom line is to, to know his word better to know who he is better. And in order to do that, we have to study, which, you know, what helps to have the journey group because it, that gives us a focus too. Amen. Thank you, Rhoda. I love it that an hour is just not enough time. You need a whole day to be with the Lord. Come on, that's radical, sister. I love it. That's that Esther spirit right there coming out. All right, Roberta Bueno, we're going to go back to you, group one. You just repented in the chat and uh, <laughs> we're going to give you another opportunity to, just share what room one was saying. God has not given you a spirit of fear, sister, but power and love and of a sound mind. So you need to unmute yourself and just give us a couple of high points. Wow, thank you guys. Okay, so there we go. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Hold, so, it, hold, it, hold it, hold it. How come we can't see your face? Oh no, I'm still, you know, it's still morning, too heavy. Okay, so next time, right. okay. okay. So so yeah so the issues that uh, came out from our time was about our dealing with our children some of the moms they asked you know uh, to have god eyes to see their children to see their husband another thing that uh, came a uh, culture when we move to another country you know we go to the congregation and somehow we have our cultures and we bring this mindset that things uh, need to be that way or that way so 
We repented because, again, we needed to have God's eyes to see people and another thing uh, that we prayed for. Those that are uh, struggling in that season and seeking the Lord, what is next? Should I, what is the next step in, in my life? So we could pray to for these people too, because God has a plan and a purpose to each one of us, and we don't resign in the kingdom. Yes. And again, we had the time to confess and to pray for each other, to strengthen each other. And was was great. Thank you for the opportunity to share, guys. Bye. Awesome. Thank you, Roberta. I think your point, especially about that, we sometimes get caught up in cultural things, and we need to put God, God's will, and His way of doing things above what's happening in our culture. And uh, that's such a, a key, important point as well. So, thank you, Roberta, for sharing. Susan, we are over time. Do you have any uh, announcements you want to make before we close? Just a quick thank you, guys. I, we are definitely in a place where none of us have been before the, with the things that are emerging on the international scene. But let's, we, this is a time of just trusting him. And he's going to take us to the places where we need to go. And we're going to be join ranks and lock shields and keep going, pressing forward. And I've just confidence that he's going to guide and direct us and he has and interestingly enough i just want to prepare you for this that this week of consecration is coming just before what starts next week which is ramadan <laughs> yeah so great here so we go we're in good shape for that amen yep so let's see let us have hannah i want you to close us off in prayer I'm just smiling at the chat because I got a, I just love you, Roberta. I love your heart. Thank you for doing <laughs> that tonight. <laughs> and and uh, Stefan, thank you so much because I'm remembering a couple that Uli introduced us to that opened up a house of refuge or something right there at, uh, in Poland at Auschwitz. And I'm assuming that they were being prepared in their spirits for exactly what you're sharing. So that is really something to celebrate. Father, we are very full tonight. You are you're sharing these things with us, Lord, to let us see that you are always at work, that you are always doing good, that you always have plans to move things forward. Father, you're a progressive God, always on the move, always changing things for the better. And Father, you want us to get caught up in this spirit first to realize that's why we're alive for just a time like this, Lord. And we just speak a blessing over everyone who's on the call that this week of consecration, I can hear it in everyone's heart from right when we started with Malta that people are realizing deep is calling on to deep now and you want to do a deep work in each one of us, Father. And we're just saying yes. Go ahead and do what you want to do. We will yield to you and let you do the work that you need to do in each of our lives, Father, because we know we're heading into some rough water, but also you're heading into it with us and it's going to be exciting and it's going to be good because you are there. So thank you, Father. Amen. God's people said, amen. amen. Everybody on YouTube, Everybody. Amen. Amen.